Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hey Corner Crew podcast. I am your host, JJ Lang, and with me, as always, are my two wonderful co-hosts. First off, you know him, you love him, Nate the Little Goon Foss. What's up? And RIT's resident stat, ma- stat reading statistician, Dan the Statman Scully. I still cannot <laughs> get this right. Oh, my God. I'm going to give up on Dan's title. Nate disappeared. And that's strike two. It's all right. So hello, everybody, and we'll move on from that quick flub. Won't be the last flub of the season, that's for sure. Definitely not. If JJ doesn't flub, is it really a podcast episode? If we don't go off the rails, is it not a podcast episode? If we start on time, is it a podcast episode? Never. Never. I don't think we've ever actually started recording on time, except for with the interviews. Well, because we had no choice then. And even then, it was like we were like rushing. Anyways. Interviews. We do interviews? Now that we've exposed what a bunch of frauds we are, let's get into (laughs) the topic of today's video, which is the women's season preview. Uh, The ladies will be getting their season started a little before the men, as usual. Uh, So this is going to be our preview for their entire season, and then we're also going to do a quick um, series preview for when they go to RPI. So we're going to just jump right in. Um, and I'm going to just pitch it to Dan to get us started. Uh, so I did not prepare for this at all because I never do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the, the women's outer conference schedule first. I can, can I just yes. say one thing real quick? You um, couldn't have done it before I started talking. Prepared. Usually I'm the least prepared, but for these, I'm the most prepared. So you are Very definitely true. not the least prepared in any circumstance i walk into these podcasts with no no nothing. no i mean like in i mean like in the everything else <laughs> okay all right Woo-hoo. non-conference uh, <laughs> so yes the non-conference schedule two four six eight nine the women have nine out-of-conference games before they start CHA play. And another four uh, around New Year's. Uh, I'll start off with a pair at RPI, a pair at Assumption. Then they get to open this, the home schedule against Minnesota. Hey, credit credit to Celeste. I, say. She's not afraid to schedule Minnesota. Just to say, Celeste, we love you. She's done it twice. Why, Celeste? We love you. Why? I love it because you. It's great to be the best. You have to beat the best. That's why. No, I know that. I just, I don't want. I, I just fear the thirteen to nothing whooping we got a couple years ago, and I don't want to see that happen again. That wasn't even against Minnesota. That was against Colgate. Doesn't matter. (laughs) That's my point. Minnesota's better than Colgate. not happening no it's not definitely not gonna happen but it just makes you sit there and go oh man minnesota but what do you mean i i'm excited to play minnesota i mean no no don't get me wrong it's gonna be exciting i just feel like i feel less optimistic with that one than i do with any other series we have the entire season this is that's you know those are their first two games of the season right no i know that so like catch them by surprise Friday night maybe who knows you never you never know it's, it's I've possible. seen crazier in the sport of hockey. What yeah, like the U.S. beating the Soviets? Oh thanks, Dan. Dan was born in the year 1972. If anybody was wondering, yeah, can't believe this. I'm <laughs> what? No, but really, like seriously, like for. A CHA team like us to not be afraid to go. Out. It's it's easy to schedule St. Michael's and Assumption and you know all these other schools that aren't necessarily great, but getting going out and signing Minnesota or getting Minnesota to come here. We signed like, I think the entire the, university. Yes, yeah, thank you, Dan. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we just brought their okay. whole team. Um. <laughs> No, really. Like the, the fact that they're coming here, that doesn't happen ever. No. So No, we usually go we we usually have to go to them if we play them. And we did. Mm-hmm. We got killed. A couple of years ago. <laughs> exactly. So 
Yeah, but Taylor Leona also set a single game save record for the Division One era in that series. That was wild. That was insane. that was a record I thought was never getting broken. Oh my god, it was wild. I was sitting in Clark Gym watching the live stat, knowing what the record was. So we have RPI first at RPI also. So let let's start and there a and Saturday just kind of do that series too. That's just disgusting. Yeah, that's we're just sucks. starting off the bat with crap scheduling. It's like AIC and their stupid Tuesday games. <laughs> yeah, but RPI has their own rank, so. <laughs> which is what makes this even more annoying. Long. Hang on, let me look at something because I know like you can't start the season technically until a certain date. If that date is actually Saturday, then it makes sense. Yes, if it's not, then they're just clowns. Um, let's see. USCHO is not loading. I mean, it's still it's dumb good. either way, but if we can pin it on the NCAA, that's way better. Uh-huh. 100%. I'm 100% with you on that one. Any way they make the NCAA look worse than they already <laughs> are is always a plus for us. Jesus. Okay, so there's one game Friday. It's an exhibition game. And then... Regular season games get underway Saturday, so it must be an NCAA. It's probably that, yeah. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. That makes a little more sense. Be angry at Indianapolis. Yep, go yell at them. Um, it doesn't get any easier with Union the next weekend, though, either. No, the Garnet Chargers. That is so freaking stupid. Why did you say it, JJ (laughs) Galway? You said the C word. It just set me off. Chargers <laughs> makes me want to vomit. Those games last year were close, though. So I mean, they that's... were. I ex- I expect some good hockey in the in those two games. Oh, for sure, and it's homecoming weekend. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's gonna be good. Oh, that's Hopefully, right. uh... I I took time off for the Friday game. <laughs> I took that whole week off, dude. It's so much <laughs> hockey that. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of like so obviously our first what nine games are all non-conference yep they're all they're, and to me that's kind of frustrating because our conference compared to the other conferences in the league minus penn state it's not even close mercy a little bit also but everything else is just kind of like I don't want to say a wash, but you sit there and you want to see people be excited and show up and be entertained by the the product that we have on the ice. The problem is like what we saw a few years ago when we came back from COVID and we had that first game against Colgate, we got lit up and then the attendance was like zilch the rest of the year for the ladies, which obviously there's other factors in play there besides just the fact they got blown out that one game. But it's like, me personally, I would rather see a conference opponent that we have a much, much, much better chance of beating because we're kind of all in like the same skill level, if that makes sense. So we can come out of the gates, get a couple wins, get people excited and keep people in the building. If that Because we all know that, the, unfortunately, the women's hockey team has had a hard time keeping people, like not keeping people, but getting people in. Now that's just probably because the game times suck because they're at like, two o'clock in the afternoon or at noon or whatever. And that makes things tough, but, well, and they're better this year though. The the only yes, two exactly. o'clock Friday game is the weekend of homecoming. Can I counter your point though? Yes, please. I'd rather get non-conference games in early because then you have time to work on things before the games actually matter. Cause I said it last year. Let's be honest. The only way we're getting into the tournament is if we win the CHA. Yep, and I was literally just about to say that too and follow up my point. So with, I'd rather have just nine out of the way now. scrimmages, scrimmages yes. to get ready for Lindenwood at the yep. end of October. Because those are those are two games, again, that you have to win. It's the mm-hmm. same thing as last year. You have to win those games. We saw it last year. It, it cost us a playoff spot. You have to beat Lindenwood. I feel like this year it's going to be flipped. I feel like this year it's going to be you have to beat Syracuse. Because Syracuse lost a bunch. They're they're in that category too. I think it's yep. I 
I'm looking at CHA. It's going to be us, Lindenwood, Syracuse, and Robert Morris all fighting for those last two spots. Because, mm-hmm. again, yep. like we said in our off-season recap, conference preview, um, same format, only top four teams make the playoffs, which I hate, but I, we got into that last time. But, yeah, I mean, you've got to win those games against the lower-end teams in the conference. I mean – I mean, unless we're going to come out and just win the conference, I, that'd be great too. But I, uh, I would love that. I think I, we all want to see I, that. I don't think anybody would complain about that. No. And I mean, there's bit. no saying we can't. Not one Penn bit. State, Penn State lost some talent. They did. I mean, Zannon's gone. Thank God. Um, <laughs> Mercy <laughs> her still looks like the giant three-headed dragon they've turned into. So there's also yeah. That. Yeah, so uh, Penn State and Mercyhurst, I think, are your your favorites for the CHA, at least in the regular season. But all you got to do is get in. And I think we're going to be battle-tested going into conference play. I mean, RPI is no joke. No. I've never heard of Assumption until literally when the schedule came out. So I don't really – I'm not going to lie. I read that and thought it was some kind of weird typo or something. I'm like, wait, what is this? Are are we assuming we're playing someone or is it just like – like what is the deal with that? I can't wait for them. I'm assuming they're coming here in 2024. I cannot wait for those whiteboards. Can we stop oh. with the puns, unintended or otherwise? No, absolutely um, not. But then you play Minnesota, who's a, a top five team in the country. They are. They're going to be. They always are. They're always up there. Yep. And then you got Union, who's no joke. And then a Thursday game at St. Lawrence before we kick off conference play. That's sorry, Thursday Dan, away games. <laughs> I wish it wasn't in – I'm not driving to Canton twice in three weeks. No. Sorry. I'll I'll drive Um, up there, drive halfway back, stay at my mom's house, drive back on Friday morning. Sorry that we all don't live in Syracuse, Dan. Just get better. Just just get better? (laughs) Just own multiple homes in multiple regions. It's perfectly fine. Like, I might have money. (laughs) Hey, you work for Wakeman's. That's that's not that's that's very true. I do work for Wegmans. Anyways, getting back on track because now we're already off the reins <laughs> and it's nuts. Um, let's. I I really want to get into conference play because that is really where. Well, good thing we're about to. Now. We might as well just go through the whole schedule at this point. Go I, ahead, Dan. I would rather just do that. Yeah, because <laughs> well, I'm more interested in those games. We're missing four non-conference games, but they're coming up. So you might as well just keep going. All right, the last weekend in October, we've got a pair at home against Lindenwood, uh, a pair to start November at home against Mercyhurst. Head to Pittsburgh, I mean Moon Township, uh, Thank to you. play Robert Morris. That's after a week off, too. So um, we, have, we have six games after October and before. Christmas, which is wild. Yeah, that's um, a lot. A home and home off. with Syracuse uh, at Syracuse on December first, and at home on December second. That'll bring us to the the break. Um, then we grab our last four non-conference games: a pair at St. Michael's and a pair at Brown. Um. Then everything else from there is conference. Uh, not quite so many home games. The second half of the year, five home games after Christmas. That sucks. Can we stop getting the shaft when it comes to not having home games for the ladies? Like, really? I get ch. I, I get we're a smaller conference, but like, we have what ten or twelve home games the whole year. Uh, two, we have... four, six, eight, nine, eleven, thirteen, fourteen home games. That's not bad. That's that's not horrible. That... It's better than the nine we had last year. Um, I think what sucks, but it could be good, is having eight of nine at home between the Minnesota series and the Mercyhurst series. I mean, that could be a good thing. Yes, home home cooking is always good. But just sucks because then, like, 
Like it's just road trip after road trip after road trip after road trip. I do remember last year we had we had that stretch of like a we had a bunch of home games in a row for the ladies, and then we didn't see them play at home for like two straight months, two or three months. And it was so annoying because we're like, we just want to watch our team and not have to drive 17,000 hours to go watch them every weekend. Like, seriously, it frustrates me as a fan because I I like to watch both teams and it gets annoying when you can't watch one team because they are just physically literally never at home. Yeah, that that is annoying. And it's not like, like you said, it's not like every game's an hour and a half down the road at Syracuse. No. We don't we don't get that luxury like we have with the men's side where we have like two Beatrice, Niagara, Mercier's, Mercier's Robert and Morris. Robert Morris is being like <laughs> Robert Morris is like four and a half, five hours away tops. So yeah, even that's on... drivable, like Yeah, if you go back roads it's five hours. Yeah. If you go the main way it's like four, so it's not even that yeah. big a deal. Um, Depending on so, how much road work there is down in Pennsylvania. Oh, good God. Don't remind me of that. Um, <laughs> it's not even just Pennsylvania. It's I-90. Yikes. Um, hey, so, hey, I don't, I don't want to hear it. I <laughs> have to deal with it every time I go home. <laughs> um, so going more in depth, Lindenwood is the first conference opponent we have. Those two games are must-wins. Obviously. You kind of have to come back after last year where we did diddly against Lindenwood when we should have kind of did better against that. We lost one of the games in overtime. No, but the way in which two of the games in overtime. Yes. No, but I mean the fact that like we had both those games in the bag and then there was a little bit of a flub collapse and they were able to kind of get momentum and ride it into OT and a win. Like you cannot let that happen again this year. Good chip on the shoulder. Exactly. Use those games from last year. There's to... motivation. Yep. There's underlying motivation. motivation. You're at home mm-hmm. in your building, and I. You will have I a crowd. You gotta. You gotta play better at home. Uh, yes. If, I was. If you win your home games and you split on the road, you're in really good shape. Re- yes, really good shape. Defend your ice. That is ideally what you want. And you saw it with the men. Oh, winning gets people in the door. You want people in the door? Win games. Win games. And I, I look at the series at Robert Morris, too, in mid-November. They could still be trying to figure themselves out at that point. Like, they might not be fully, you know, ready to go. They come. could be shambles by then. Like, we, they're I, just I an unknown. I don't think they'll be shambles. They have talent. No, I know that, but I'm saying like they may not have clicked by then. They could still be like figuring stuff out and could be a little bit of a disaster. Exactly. And we have a very veteran heavy team. Mm -hmm. We've lost what six seniors in the last two years. And even and before that, how many? Like not even Well, honestly, in a couple and so one of them last year was a grad student. Right, who'd only played here for one year. So realistically, we've only lost lost five. So it's, I mean, I don't think there's really any excuses anymore. No. It, it's, you've now been in the system for two years and you've experienced the league. You know what division one hockey is like. Now it's time to roll. Yep. I think we've been, we've been patient and we've been waiting for this year for those underclassmen to start gaining, getting that experience and getting better. And like, we've seen it, it, it it's an it's one of those situations where you've seen the development, but the results haven't been there. Mm-hmm. I think this is the year we start seeing those results. I agree with you there. I really do. I don't know. I don't know. I'm very excited for this year. I, there's a lot of upside to this team, and I think that starts with Sarah Coe coming back. Obviously, coming off of another really good season for her. I think it's all our goaltenders. It's all three of them. Yes. Obviously, when you bring back three good. goalies that can start for you and win yes. you games, that, that doesn't happen no. ever. But here, here's the way so, I see it. Here's the way I see it, though. We know we have goaltender wise. Now we need to get things rolling offensively. Yeah. If you can get the puck in the net, a good, like more than, like, I don't want to say more than we did last year, but. 
what was our like our i think we said last time our average goals per game was what like 1.9 or something like that it 1. wasn't 6. that yeah it wasn't that high if you can start averaging like two three goals a game yeah, I think you'll be in better shape because you have that brick wall def- defense there. You have that. You have those goaltenders that can help back you up and win you games. But you have to give them goal support. It goes both ways. So you need your defense to step up too because yes, we we average twenty four shot twenty four almost twenty four and a half shots a game. That's good. It's not bad. No, but that's good. You want to see that? Given, you can't be giving up thirty six. No. And you can't be and you can't be spending can't, half the period in your own zone. Sarah, Sarah Emma, and Sophia can only do so much. Well, yes. and that's the other thing too. You, yes, the scoring needs to come up, but it doesn't necessarily need to come up dramatically if you can no. hold the puck in the offensive yes. zone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we really struggled with last year was getting the puck out of our zone and getting it into theirs and. Getting with like, possession, with possession, holding on to it, passing it around, trying to get something set up so you can make a play to you can play it, make a play at the net. Like you've got to be able to not rush down for two seconds, take one shot, have it blocked, and then watch them take it right back down again after you've made a really great steal. Like you've got to be able to maintain possession for longer than we did last year because if you don't, you're going to run into the same problems again where you're going to have Sarah getting 45 saves a game and giving up you know, two, three goals, but your offense is only scoring once or twice tops. The worst, the worst part is, is the power play wasn't even that bad. No, it was pretty they just, solid. They, just, they didn't get a lot of opportunities. I mean, they went 14 for 90, 100, or 115.6%. So that's not horrible, but you got to, and it's not like the penalty kill was horrible either. It's just set five on, you got to be able to score five on five. Mm-hmm. You can't rely yeah, but, on the penalty opportunities to get you points. And I know we kind of just skipped the last half of the schedule, but it's conference. But you know, it's same teams, same thing every year. Robert Morris comes to town late. I mean, Robert Robert February. Morris is the Robert Morris is the only team that we can look at and just not know what to expect. Like with Linda, one, I think we know what to expect with them. Mercyhurst, we definitely I look do. at Syracuse. I, I don't know what Sar- to expect from Syracuse. Syracuse, I think, is going to regress this year. I think they've lost a lot. They have a new coach. I think a lot of players transferred out. I think they're trying to find a new identity for that program. And especially without um, Ariel DeSmet as your your primary goaltender. Yeah, she did win them a lot of games. She won them a lot of games. I could see Syracuse dropping to the bottom of our of our conference very easily. They still get in though. I yeah, I don't also I want to say that's a lot. Senior night this year. We're yeah. going to have a Friday night senior night. Let's not forget what we did to Syracuse the last time we played them at home last season. Friday we came out we came yeah. out and scored four times in that first period, like, and that was with Dismat. You take her away from that now, you could very easily get games like that that get out of hand quick in that first period. But even again, look at that game. We were up four to nothing, and they came back and scored three, and we're like, oh, my God, what is happening? And then we got that empty netter to – I think it was an empty netter, from my memory, just to kind of get be up 5-3, and that kind of sealed it. But even then, like – you had a commanding lead on them and they just started chipping away and coming back. And it's, that should not be happening when you're up four one, you should just be, you should just be burying it. Not even just in that, just bury them, just put them down, make saves, make it like, just, you know, hold the puck in your own zone. Just don't give them opportunities to make those comebacks. Like they almost did. That would have been probably the most defeating loss last year if they had come back and won that game after us being up four nothing after the first period. I mean, probably, but I mean, look, that, you, that didn't you happen. Learned, you still got the win. You learn from that, and and that's what I'm trying to say how is this team those, is. Been, how many of those? How many of those did we have last year? There was a few of those last year. Yeah, you learn from it. This team again, has been a very through a lot. Veteran, a very veteran team, junior and senior high yep. team. This this team has been through a lot. They've been around the block. They've seen a bunch of different things. They've been through a bunch of different, you know, close games where they had a lead going late and then they and they lost it. This I don't think this team is going to make those kind of mistakes and lose those kind of leads like the last couple of years did. 
where they came out, they had one, and then they just lost it over the course. They came out strong, and then over the course of the second and third period, it was like we had used all of our gas in the first period, and we were just floored by the second and third. I don't see that happening anymore because of that veteran presence. You have those older players who have been around a couple of years now who have been in Celeste's system, who Celeste herself brought up and in. It's going to work. I'll be interested to see who they name the captains this year. Yes, I'm very interested in that I as well. I think that'll be that'll be interesting because I mean, there's a lot of players that can have it. You, know, you want that veteran presence. It doesn't necessarily have to be your best player. It doesn't have to be a senior. It could be a junior. There was a year for the men's team where they had three junior captains, and none of the seniors were captains. So, I'll, I'll be interested to see because I mean, I think Emma Rowland gets a letter. I was going to say, Emma Rowland's got to get a letter this year. There's no way she doesn't. Because she likes to lead by... I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see. She's... she. I would look to her to have a big comeback, to big bounce back here. Because last year, like two years ago, she was what? She was the team's leading scorer, second, or like... She was leading to mm-hmm. the team in points. And the last year, she didn't have as many from what I remember. If you want to check, fact check me on that, please go ahead. That sounds right. That sounds right. Plus, we also know she played hurt towards the end of the year. She had surgery on her shoulder. I know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, we saw her at the. Well, we saw her at the the meet and greet. Well, the like the team event they did with with the fan base, and she was in a sling. Dan wasn't there. (laughs) Where was I? That's an excellent question. Where were you for that? It was for season ticket holders. Oh, that's right. Dan wasn't Mm -hmm. invited. Oof. I mean, imagine not, imagine not being a season ticket holder. I'm sure if imagine, I showed imagine up. Imagine paying to go to games, JJ. <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah, we're he the to, idiots here. He's got to work during the games. Like, like, yeah, he enjoys them, but he has to work during that. Right, he gets paid to go to hockey games. <laughs> um, we haven't even we haven't even talked about the freshman yet. Yeah, so let's get into that. Because they've started oh, putting numbers up as of year. as of the time of this, they've started releasing numbers for players. Celeste really said, "We need goal scoring. Let's go get it." <laughs> yeah, she did. Oh my god, these numbers are insane. Video game I'm... numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's start with uh, Jane Farney. She is a sophomore forward transfer from Clarkson. Um, 28 games, one goal, one says two points. We'll get to the goal scoring. We'll get to the goal scoring. Hang on. Um, I'm going to assume she played 28 games. So I don't know what her role was, but hopefully she finds a better, hopefully it's a better fit here. Obviously it wasn't a good fit because she transferred out as a, like she transferred after one year. So hopefully, you know, hopefully she finds a better fit here. Um, welcome. Welcome to the better tech school in New York. Um, Thanks. You, the, you make it sound like there's only two. Well, there's three, but we're still the best. Um, there's more than I mean, three. I mean, educationally, we pretty much are. So. Ones, the three main ones. And, um, and she's coming over from a Clarkson team that posted 29 wins last year. So Yeah. yeah. So she, she knows how to win. There's no laugh. The, 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 she's no joke. She's the real deal. Yeah, and they, right. they won the um, – no, they didn't win the ECAC last year. I can't Colgate. read Eight to two in a championship game. Ouch! They lost. Oh, that's brutal. Honestly, no. I'd rather lose that like that than lose a heartbreaker. No, I like like Yale lost a heartbreaker to Clarkson in double overtime in the semis. (laughs) No, yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) Because Yale had a hell of a year last year and then did nothing with it. Um, then we have. You might recognize this last name. It's not her. The younger sister, Logan Marchese. Oh, my God. Welcome home, Logan. Welcome home <laughs> to the Marchese family. Welcome back. Four more years. Let's go. Jordan, if um, you're listening to this, please come to every game and sit with us. Dan will be very happy with that. Yes, he will. <laughs> um, 12 goals, 13 assists. 25 points in 39 games with Oakville last year. Um, so excited to see what she brings. If she's anything like her sister, we're getting a good hockey player. 
And she's gonna she's gonna get her nose dirty. Which if I she's love. even a fraction of what of the player that Jordan was, she'll make a major impact on this program. Just look at just look at the legacy Jordan left behind. Like if she's even a fraction of what her sister was, and just well, I don't make, want to compare. Her. I do not. Yeah, I was going to say this thing. I don't want to compare people that way, time. but it's, it's the same. Fair. No, she's we'll she's her it. own. We'll do it today, and then that's it. We're not she, doing it. She is her own player, and she will make the impact that she will make on this program in the way that she will make it. But it, it, it's um, it's hard to not hope that she's going to be like that. I'm a little disappointed she's not wearing 22, though. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, damn it, Celeste. Why didn't you make sure she got her sister's number? No, that's maybe fine, she though. didn't want her sister's number, guys. Maybe she wants to be Damn. her own let player. Me be a fan, let me be a fan and enjoy the fact that I want her to have the same number as her sister. Stop killing my fun. No. Emma Pickering is wearing number 22. She's a defenseman from Indiana. I don't have stats on her because her prep school sucks at putting stats in anywhere. <laughs> um, she's a defenseman. We need, defen- we need defensemen, so I guess that's good. I guess we don't really need defensemen. She's coming into a pretty loaded defense core, but I said we, we we have a pretty solid defense core. Competition is good. Hopefully she uh um can get some get some ice time early, especially in those non conference games. And that's what non conference games are good too for. Good for too. Goodness gracious. Um you know, you can get different players in the lineup. You don't have to play all of your top players every you game. You can play because... around with the lineup a little bit and right, see what exactly. works and you what can, doesn't. You can experiment. Find what works. Yeah, exactly. Find what works, find what doesn't. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, the player I'm most excited for is Addie Alvarez. Yeah, I was going to say, can we can we get to her? Because Greece, her not... Greece, New York native. Um, I'm just going to throw some stats out for you here. Ready? 51 games played last year for her junior team from Syracuse. She had 18 assists and 53 goals. In six games at the national championships for USA Hockey, six games, four assists, 11 goals, led the tournament in scoring, tournament MVP. Oh, my God. God, this girl is pretty much what happens when you make a create a player in NHL to at a, that game and just decide to just jack the stats to 99 overall. Now, now that is this is a big jump. Yes, I am not expecting 50 goals in one season, but when but it happens, wouldn't be upset. <laughs> I'm not, I wouldn't complain, but when um, it happens, we will be very happy. That's nuts, man. I, Dude, I when I saw that, I was like, there's, I was like, ain't no way, bro. Ain't no way. Yeah. Uh, Linda Rule coming in from Latvia. Fresh up on your Latvian. Let's go. Um, She's good. That's all I got. Yeah, Nate can't find her stats because the European stat keepers are trash and they don't actually keep yeah. stats They're, over there. They don't, they don't have Dan Scully's over in Europe. Nope. Um, there's definitely... no one Dan Scully, and we have ownership of him. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's goals. legal. See, what, what what you don't realize, Dan, is that RAT Athletics is like the WWE. We we own the name. We we own the legality of your legal name, which means we pretty much just own your likeness. <laughs> we can slap your face wherever we want, and no one can stop us. Hey, I found stats. Unless you go to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> So she played for Lilia. I have no idea. Don't even try. I'm assuming that's like hockey something. Um, In 16 games, she had 12 goals, 5 assists for 17 points. Not bad. Um, At the under-18s, where she was the captain of Team Latvia this year, scored 8 goals, 2 assists in 5 games. The year before, uh, she's pretty cool. Scored a lot more points in the under-18s in their first ever (laughs) tournament. Scored a lot more Um, points. Was on the Latvian national team as a 17-year-old. That's kind of nuts. <laughs> I love that. Goal scores. Eddie and Linda, watch out. Give them about three weeks to ad- – and here's the thing with Linda. She's going to have to adjust. We heard a lot in, like, the AHL where these European younger guys come and they have to adapt to the North American game. She's going to have to do that. Yep. So there's variation. 
you have to give her time to well, i mean the ice is 15 feet thinner or yeah. skinnier i guess the surface not the actual thickness narrower thank you. is the word yeah, you're narrower, looking for thank you. that's the word i'm looking for it is almost nine o'clock dan give me a break yeah we're um, tired well no don't don't complain to me complain to obs for crashing freshman gonna be fun a lot of a lot of good players coming in and this is really the first year where we're going to see the majority of the team is players that Celeste brought in. Now, not saying that the players that Celeste didn't recruit are bad. We're not saying that at all. But what no, we're saying just the is, coach was. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, nope, I'm not holding back on that one. 100% correct there. Um, what we're trying to say is it's it's – a testament to the team that we're going to get to see more of what a Celeste Brown hockey team looks like. And if it's anything like Celeste Brown, the hockey player, it's going to be insane. I'm excited. I, I, you know, I think this is really the first normal off season Celeste has had COVID because it was COVID. Yeah. Majority of the team leaving transferring. So you'd have to bring in, I think it was what, 13 newcomers two years ago. Yeah. And then freshmen. Then last off season, it was, you know, we might have scholarships. We might not. Now this off season is, Hey, we can give you money. If you come to RAC. And I think that's how you get a player like Eddie Alvarez and Linda rule and all these other players coming in. Cause you can offer scholarships and, Scholarships to a, a school with the academics of RIT. Yes. Right. Yeah, I was going to just add that. I've given the recruiting pitch before. Now you have the school, you have the academics, you have the facility, you have the, atmosphere. the, the coaching staff, you have the fans, the atmosphere, you have a community that supports this program. Why wouldn't you come to RIT? Would you rather go play in an empty barn at Mercyhurst or Robert Morris, or would you rather come to RIT? I'd rather just not playing, play at Robert play Morris' barn at all. I didn't say Robert Morris, JJ. At least or they have Nate. hockey back. But, Nate, you're forgetting the worst part. Would you rather play at the enemy ice dump? Oh, my God. <laughs> Do not make the mic clip like that ever again. I'm just going to ignore what you said. The Kennedy ice dump. At least your mic doesn't clip, Nate. Give me the team policy center. I can't wait to hear what that sounds like when this actually comes out. I cannot wait. Oh, my God. You you might have to apologize to Zoe for having to listen to that garbage. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, it'd be better to listen to that than having to look at the inside of the the Kennedy ice dump. You know, it's a good thing that I'm not the host because I would have just booted you out. I, th- I think um, that's going to be my new reoccurring joke the whole year. It's just yelling into the mic of Tennedy Ice Dump whenever it gets brought up. New? That is not a new joke. No, but me <laughs> clipping into the mic is going to be the new joke. That's what it's going to be. Just the the awful um, sound ASMR of the of the Tennedy <laughs> Ice Dump the entire time. How how do you have a, a snowball that sounds that bad? <laughs> Anyway, 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 who are you looking for this year? Player-wise or opponent-wise? Player-wise. Who's your player to watch this year? That's a loaded question. Dan, you go first while I have time to think. Anybody? (laughs) I'll go. Kylie Aquero. Not the best statistical season last year, but she was all over the ice. Yeah. Everywhere. Four check, back check, paycheck. Love it. Give that's, me, actually, that, that's a that's a fantastic big, line. I'm big stealing that. season from Kylie coming and Athena too. Those those two, two years under their belts. Take hold of this team. And let's go. I've got this I've finally got... the year. I've got three and I'm kind of going to categorize them a little bit. So I'm going to say one that I expect to kind of come out and be great is Kyla bear. 
She, I think, is going to be a captain. I think she is very quickly emerged as a leader on this team. Um, she was a force on the ice. And I think that she's going to just continue to rise into the, into that leader role that I think a few of us think she thought she was going to go into. I think kind of younger play talent wise, like who do I think is going to have a big season? Lexi Sung. She had a really strong year last year. And I think if she has improved in the slight in even a little bit, she will be outstanding once we start play. Cause she made, she was really good. Like she was all over last year. You kind of saw her come on in the second half. Oh yeah. She was nuts in the second half and she had, she had, she had her moments in the first half, but second half of the season, she was really all over it. It's again, um, and it and it goes individually for the players too. It just all that hard work, but not necessarily the results. Once the results start coming, this is going to be a scary hockey team. Yeah, a hundred percent. And then I think, oh. and then for, and then my, <laughs> my third player kind of being like quote unquote personal favorite. I really hope she does well is Addie Carr, um, just because I know her personally and she's fun and she had that one goal last year and I feel like now that we've seen some of the older defensemen move on. I think she'll be able to find that find a window to actually make an impact. I really hope so. Cause we all know that she's got the skill there. It's just, I don't think the opportunities have been there for her at quite yet. I feel like this is the first year where jump in and make an impact now. Like, like now you really have a solid window to get in there and do, do something great. I think you've got two, two obvious ones here and then I'll throw in one that, I don't want to say it's not obvious, but might fly under the radar a little bit. Um, Addy Alvarez is going to make an instant impact. There's no doubt about oh, that. Oh, yeah. You know, like Nate said, I we wouldn't complain if she scored 50 goals this year, but we're not exactly expecting you, that. No. You don't win MVP of Nationals <laughs> every day. No. It you takes really a special be, player to do that. You have to really be a force to make that happen. Um, you've got Sarah Coe. I mean, every That's time we, every time I told you it was gonna be a given. <laughs> yeah, I I tried to stay away from the goal. That's a cop out answer. I mean, that's a, again. Your answer is it's disqualified. A big, it's a it's a big <laughs> piece though. Like you you need for oh, no, yeah. to be who they are, and say you know, God forbid there's an injury. You have two goalies behind Sarah. Because, again, I think it's Sarah's net until somebody takes it from her. You have two goalies that can keep you in hockey games and give you a chance to win every single night mm-hmm. in Emma and Sophia. And that's not a bad problem to have. No, not at all. And Especially in this league. And like I said, I don't want to say that this one isn't obvious, but it might fly under the radar a little bit. I think Lindsay Maloney's gonna just I knew you were going with Lindsay because I was thinking her too. I was yeah keep on trucking. She's she's been she's consistent been ever since good. she got here. She's been quietly good. Yeah, she she's that consistent force that has just gotten better and better and better, but very under the radar. Mm-hmm. And she does great I mean, work I at think... the face off that too. Yeah, she does. Yes, that is... And I think that's another thing is we just didn't win enough face-offs last year. And because it's kind of hard to have possession if you don't start with it. Mm-hmm. And especially in the offensive zone, you got to win face-offs. Because that, that you can hem teams in their zone for 30, 40 seconds if you, by winning the face-off and establishing possession. And I just think like we just haven't had the time to get set up and run Celeste's system. Once we can yeah. get set up and run her system, I'm telling you, if, if it's anything like the way she played, it's good, and just gotta get and to we've it. seen glimpses of it. Yeah, like you saw, there like you against St. Michael's, you saw what that offense can do if you give it the if you get the opportunity to get in there and start setting up. Like they tore them in half, seventeen goals in two games. That's and I feel like that's that gonna happen. I feel like that's gonna happen again when we go to them this year. Yeah, we'll see. It's always a die. Non conference so always. hard. Crapshoot, but anyway, I'm very excited for this year. Yeah, I just looking at the CHA, I think the window's there 
to get into the postseason, uh, it's going to be tough to get home ice in the semis with Mercy Ocean yeah. Penn State. But I, I, all you got to do is get in. We showed it two years ago when we were a goal away from the championship game. And I'm no offense, no offense to that team two years ago. This team is a lot better. Yeah. Not that, that I, I love those seniors so much. Don't even get me excited. This team, this team is so much better just because they, they have that experience now and it's a veteran heavy team. I mean, we're bringing in four freshmen and a transfer this year. Actually, speak, speaking of that senior class that we were just talking about, Abby Davies signed over in Germany. Yeah, that was exciting stuff. And speaking of Celeste Brown, the hockey player, the 2012 women's team is getting inducted to the RIT Athletics Hall of Fame. About freaking time. Getting the recognition they finally deserve. I mean, they won the. They got recognition when they won the national championship. Oh, I know, I know that. that but like, there's probably <laughs> also eligibility rules for the RIT Hall of Fame. Yeah. I don't know right. what they are, but I know they were posted. But they are taking their rightful place, yes. or they should be. Absolutely, that's more that'll be I fun mean. having them back on campus during homecoming. And hopefully, so I'm sure. Another... I'm sure a good amount of them will be there. So, and hopefully, we get a good. Nice big exciting win that weekend. Can oh, a little channel so, Tanisha's game from a few years ago. I am so excited for this year. Like I'm more excited uh, for this year than I was for last year. I'll be honest. I agree. And you know why? Because I think last year I, there weren't really any expectations on the team coming into last year. And I think this no. year we might be we might be creating those expectations. But, but I think it's it's a good thing. Yes. So it's time to go. Time to go now. Yep. Which it's going to be. I think it's a good year. I think they, I think they're going to surprise some people this year. And I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we sneak out a win against Mercy Hurst or Penn State this year or two. I could see that. I could see Penn it. State for sure. We tied Penn State last year. No reason. That's why I'm saying Penn State for sure. We tie Penn State every year, and it drives me nuts. Hey, at least we don't (laughs) get one and a half points for it. Oh my god! I'd rather get one and a half points than get nothing. One. Uh, Does anybody have any final thoughts before we start wrapping up? Two point system without the without the phantom third point for overtime wins, which is how the the CHA works. Stupid, dumb. You lost. You should get zero points. Just my opinion. Anyways, uh, is there anybody that wants to make any kind of final thoughts before we wrap it up? Let's go. Is it time to be back in Palestine yet? Nate's already there. I don't know what you're talking about. Nate's been there a lot. Yeah, I'm right here. I don't know what you're talking about. Coming to you live from the Gene Palestini Center, Nathan Foss. Oh, we should try to do a live show this year. It'll be fun. Don't give me that expectation. I don't know if I can make that happen or if we can even make that happen. Probably not. But pipe dream. One day. Dan's got some pull. One day. <laughs> what? What kind of pull do I have? Dan has no pull. <laughs> we all know that. You have people in the athletic department. What does that have to do with doing a live show? We're going to have Dan Scully riz up the athletic department to let us go into the Palestini Center and use it as a live studio. They'll just watch Stu just walk behind us and be like, what in the hell are these guys doing in here? <laughs> Anyways, with that being said, if you have not already, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you are notified when new episodes go live. Because trust me, there are a lot more coming. Uh, the men's season preview will be the next episode we record after this one. Um, but depending on how things work, I don't know if that one's coming out first or second. So who even knows how the release schedule is working this year? We, we have yet got to figure it. that we out. Um, if you are not listening on YouTube, you are probably on Spotify because we're also there. If you are on Spotify, you can also hit a notification bell to be notified when new episodes go live. And if you're on YouTube or Spotify and you're not already subscribing to the other one, please do that because it would be very helpful. Um, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Too, by the way. Yes, Apple Podcasts. And, and Apple Podcasts because last season Dan Scully Dan didn't play enough to happen. Dan wind enough to make it happen. Podcast anyway. 
Sometimes I do just for fun. You don't. Um, <laughs> I, I used to. to. I don't have time anymore. <laughs> um, and now you're throwing me off. Uh, yes, Apple Podcasts is a thing because Dan Scully complained enough to make us make it happen. Um, on top of that, we also have our social media links: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter is not a thing anymore, or maybe Twitter's coming back. Twitter's maybe a thing. Maybe we'll no, make it for, it's account, for the X meme of that. Now, yes. X. I, 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 can it just die? I'm just tired of that. Um, we might make a threads, probably not because it's stupid, but who knows? Um, if you are not subscribed or following any of those accounts, please do so because we post off cool stuff on there, including links to join our Discord server that is quickly but surely gaining even more people. I think we're close to like what 600 people in there now. We're getting close to it, probably getting like, there. And I guarantee it'll spike once the games are happening again. I want to hit a thousand people on that server this year. And I feel like we can do it. I just gave Nate a small heart palpitation when I said that. <laughs> because he doesn't want to have to moderate a thousand persons. We yeah. already no, kind of, we do that as best we possibly can with the moderator team that we have in place. And they are doing excellent. They do an excellent job. Like Aaron, who just banishes everybody to off topic. Um <laughs> And if you're not in the Discord, his name in there is literally Aaron. Banishes you to off to off topic. I was at hot topic. Sends really you. <laughs> what is it? 2007. I, I, I think I think getting banned to hot topic is worth it. Is worse than getting banned to off topic. That's even. Oh my god. Um. You, if you pull out a hot topic bag, I'm gonna scream. Off topic. Oh, oh, hot topic. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that being said. Thank you for watching. We will see you guys in the next video. Have a great night. Go Tigers. How long Roll can tech. we take the, in the outro? What? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs>